0: I'm going to make him an office I feel the need, the need, for Steve.
1: He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fannick.
0: Go ahead, make my day.
1: He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids. Uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. Watch on a big screen High Sense TV. Shut to
3: my little friend!
1: The best movies you've never seen.
3: The first rule of Bike Club is you do not talk about Fight Club.
1: With Stephen Fennick and travel on. This is the captain. Brace for impact.
0: Race for impact indeed. This is the best movies you've never seen. And my name is Stephen Fennec and I'm the so-called movie expert of the podcast. And Self-appointed. The person who this podcast is really named after is Trevor, who a lot of these movies he has never seen, all, all of these movies he's never seen. But also, to a lot of other people, maybe the, this these other movies
2: have passed them by as well. Mm-hmm. Trevor, welcome. Good day to you, Stephen. I love the idea that some people... Are discovering these movies for the first time, like along me, along with you. That's I'm right. not the only one. Yeah, but mainly because of generational reasons, not because they're useless and don't watch movies like me.
0: Yeah, of course, of <laughs> course. But uh, I think it's it's great to. I love it when people suggest movies, and and you suggest a movie to me. Like chances are I've seen it already. Yeah. but for yourself and others, then you know. When it's, was the last time
2: someone suggested a movie to you that you went? I've never seen that. Apart from re- I Frozen. Can't re- I can't remember. <laughs> I've never seen Frozen. <laughs> There's my admission. That's on the list. I'll yeah, be switching be you, that one you up. You can run that, Mike.
0: Yeah. Righto. Uh, this week, though, let's talk about Gravity. This mm. is a uh, Academy Award-winning film released in 2013 starring Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. A couple of heavyweights right yeah, there. solid names. And directed by Alfonso Cuarón. Now, uh, what the the movie was the, the developed for at Universal Pictures, right? Now, Universal at the time when they saw the script, they thought, right, we are going to attach Angelina Jolie to this movie. Oh. We want her to star in this film. But Universal, in the end, decided the film was going to be too expensive to produce, and the movie was put into what they call turnaround. So. When that happens, turnaround is when a studio wants to make a movie, change their mind, decide, okay, we don't want it anymore. So it's sitting there until someone else wants to buy it and produce it themselves. Right. That's what turnaround's called. So mm. it spent four years in this the development process, this turnaround, uh, because at the time, you got to remember – it was an ambitious project at the time. So this was around Mate, 2009.
2: We will unpack this, but yeah. I, I think I have so many questions about Remarkable. how it was made. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, oh, and I've got a lot of answers for you too. But it was you think about how to achieve what they wanted to achieve, the technology hadn't caught up with them yet. The, yeah. the, the breakthrough moment for Alfonso Cuaron, the director, was when Avatar was released. Right. And that was sort of he thought, okay, now this is possible. And in comparison to Avatar, eighty percent of the of Gravity is consisted of computer generated effects. Right now, compared to Avatar, which only had sixty percent. Oh, wow. of, of, of computer generated effects, Avatar's three hour movie though, hmm. but still in comparison, v- solid. It's remarkable. Th- that's that's what really got it got it through to production, which is what what also at that adds point. to the cost. Absolutely right, and the film was originally going to be released on the 21st of November 2012, which is my wedding anniversary, uh, but it was rescheduled for the following year to f- complete the post-production work. There was a mm. lot of
2: post-production work needed.
0: So you had not seen this, had seen it and I forgotten. Was, when what you is mentioned the it game? to
2: me last week, I was sure I'd seen it, and there there were mo- fleeting moments where I went, this rings a bell, but, mate, honestly, yeah, it, I was – on the edge of my seat the whole yeah, way. So it's good movie, If yeah. I'd seen it, I'd yeah. forgotten every bit of it. Okay. <laughs> well, it swept the Oscars. Right. It won
0: seven Oscars. So it was nominated for Best Picture, didn't win. Hmm. Nominated for Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role, Sandra Bullock, didn't win. What? Won best uh won the Academy Award for Cinematography. Hmm. That's a no brainer. Uh, Alfonso Cuaron won the Oscar for Best Director. He became the first Hispanic and Mexican to win an Academy Award for Best Director. Oh, legend. It also won uh, the Oscar for Best Film Editing, won the Oscar for Best Achievement in Music Written for the Screen, uh, was nominated in Production Design, didn't win, won the Oscar for Sound Editing, won the Oscar for Sound Mixing, won the Oscar for Visual Effects. Had to win that. Like, Wow. So it, it swept it. It was it was a big it was a big night. All righty. This is your last exit before the
2: freeway. If you haven't seen Gravity, you can catch it on Fetch. And Stephen, I um I took advantage of something we haven't talked about a lot, which is the Fetch Moby app. To watch this, so I've been flying, traveling, ah. so I was able to. You, all you do is you download the app to your smartphone or, in my case, the tablet, yep. and you link it to your Fetchbox. Very easy process to do. And then on the app, I'm able to look look at what's available on my Fetchbox. I rent or buy the movie, and then I can download it onto my iPad. I, w- yeah, I watched. That. I watched that with Gravity Ocean's Eleven. I yeah. watched Gravity on the plane, uh, and our next week's movie. I'm going to do the same thing because I'm traveling again this yeah. week. So, mate, it was such a great experience because it meant that I now own the movie. It's in my Fetch library. It's yeah. in my stuff, but it works seamlessly and you can on watch, the go. Watch it anywhere, and you can do the same thing with a whole range of content: TV shows, movies, and it's all available on the Fetch Mobi app for every single Fetch user. And check out all the details at FetchTV.com.au. Okay, well, you have now seen Gravity. Yeah,
0: and what are your what are your impressions? Don't give away the whole thing. Yep. Tell us what your first impression.
2: I just were. can't stop thinking about how they made it. Like, yeah. I, I'm just. <laughs> I have answers for I'm you. I'm just worry. so blown away by <laughs> it because yeah. I'm thinking to myself, like just the shots. Forget, forget them or the spacecraft. Just the shots of Earth look yeah. so beautiful, amazing. Yeah. And then you think, I, I don't know how you do zero gravity. That blows my mind. Mate, it just made me think a lot. But then, as a movie, yeah, it's a great story. It's. I think it's actually unexpectedly played out. Yeah. You normally. There's in this kind of situation, yeah, yeah. you expect the drama at the end. Like yeah. normally, it's you know, uh, you come to yeah. like an uh, act two has yeah, the yeah. drama in it. Whereas yes. this is like in your face from yeah, the get go. Up. So, yeah, and I quite enjoyed that part of yeah, it. I, yeah. I enjoyed the fact that I don't think, I don't think you could predict much of it. I, you know, I talk yeah, about how I great. often Absolutely, go, I yeah. know what's going to happen next. Yes. Didn't feel that at yeah. all here. Excellent. I think that's a sign of a good script. Is it ever?
0: Now, what's your thread slash tweet here?
2: Um, my my message on this one is gravity grabs you and pulls you in. <laughs> nice breaking news. Uh, Sandra Bullock <laughs> is an outstanding star in this movie, and it's well worth a watch.
0: I saw this at the movies. I think it was one of those movies that you had to experience in a big in a big well, cinema. Well, and I won't lie, yeah, to you having yeah.
2: watched it on an iPad. Yeah, I'm now really keen to come see and watch it, it at my. Yeah.
0: I watched it at my place, and I actually I watched it in the afternoon and I cranked it yeah. and it was sounded for not because the music and sound of this film yes is i reckon Oscar winning real showcase <laughs> yeah it is but yeah. showcase <clears throat> like all the speakers got to work yeah, out yeah. and and the way that they use sound is remarkable. And I also
2: think, and I could, I could get the sense, but yeah. obviously on a smaller screen you don't get the immersion. But I got the sense for immersion, yeah, because of the the kind of scale of the shots, like you know, because you're in space, yeah. So I can, I can imagine a bigger screen gives you that feeling.
0: Not only that, but also the directional sound, like you hear things whew, coming around you and okay. in front of you and above you. Right. It's really, really cool. Let's look at the cast. Uh, only really two main people to talk about here. Sandra Bullock plays Ryan Stone. Mm. Uh, she was in Speed, which we've done. She was in The Blind Side, which she won an Oscar for. Wow. Uh, that's the story of the woman who adopts this um, this African-American footballer, remember, mm. and, and he ends up becoming a superstar, plays for the NFL. She yeah. won an Oscar for it. True story. We've not done that movie. No. Then no, I, have I have not, not seen it, not so how, how do I remember yeah. it? Yeah, go on. <laughs> Miss Congeniality, she was in that. i heard like, of A that. nice comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in another movie called The Proposal, I think, with Ryan Reynolds. That was pretty funny. George Clooney plays Matt Kowalski in Ocean's Eleven, which we've done. Up in the Air is another one of his films, which is on our list. Really underrated film of his. Sounds like a hidden gem. Uh, It is absolutely in my hidden gem category. He was in Michael Clayton uh, and also another movie. We'll do Michael Clayton eventually. And Ides of March is another really good political thriller he was in as well. Mm. Who played the bloke with a hole
2: in his head? Uh, I don't know that guy yet. (laughs) Isn't it amazing that this is literally just two people? It is, yeah. yeah. Mm. But did you hear, did
0: you recognise a voice? Mission Control. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I did. That voice. I can't place it. Ed Harris. Oh, of course. The guy who was in Apollo 13. I was going to say he was in Mission Control for Apollo 13 as well. Yeah,
0: Apollo 13. He was in The Abyss, Glengarry Glen Ross, which we've done as well. You Boom. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Before we get to the run-through, let's chat about our other sponsor, and that's Hisense. Now, if you're in the market for a TV, look no further than Hisense. They've got you covered. If you if, – like talking of screen sizes, the, the u 7 kau series, you can go from 55-inch all the way up to 100 inches. so plenty of choices, and that TV has a mini-LED backlight. It's their unique mini LED technology that's paired with their ULED technology and quantum dot that gives you these amazing vibrant and realistic colors, amazing contrast, and their trademark bright picture. Now, if you're a gamer, you also get 144Hz Game Mode Pro, which includes the variable refresh rate, auto low latency mode, and uh, compatible, it gives you all of that and through the HDMI 2.1 ports as well. If you're a gamer, you know what I'm talking about, and you'll, you'll love playing on this screen. Now, it's got Dolby Vision IQ and HDR10 Plus as well, so that really adds to seeing all that added detail on the screen, especially if you've got a really big television. You really enjoy all the things that we talk about on the show, that we watch on the show. You can really appreciate the quality right there. The High View engine also comes in a play to process and fine-tune your picture in real time and gives you this amazing crystal-clear image. And the Vida U7 operating system really does help you get to your content really quickly, It really helps you get organized. You're not going to be continually scrolling through. You get to what you want to watch straight away. And as I mentioned, all those sizes are right there for you. So if you enjoy playing games or watching sport, 55 inch, 65 inch, 75 inch, 85, and the big one, 100 inches, you can enjoy in your home. Check it out. If you head down to a store, stand in front of a Hisense TV and judge for yourself. Don't just take our word for it. Check it out for yourself or go to the website, hisense.com.au. Are you ready for takeoff, Trev? (sighs) Blast off. Blast off. Well, the setup here... Mm. Is we see a Dr. Ryan Stone. So they're the sort of the, the I love how it sort of the it pans into gets closer to yeah, zooms, zooms into in the shuttle on the shuttle. Yeah, and we work out that the Dr. Ryan Stone. She's a mission specialist. This is her first shuttle mission. Yes, she's repairing a panel on the Hubble Space Telescope, which yeah. is an actual thing. No, Hubble telescope. If
2: if, if, if yeah. this is to be believed, I didn't realise it's at kind of so yeah, low in orbit. Yeah, it's pretty low orbit, yeah. Yeah,
0: right. Uh but the James Webb telescope is now further, it's further out, out. Yeah, it is. Yes. further, out. it's much better. Uh also on the mission is Matt Kowalski. He's a veteran and yep. he's – so it's funny how so Ryanstone her first mission, mm. Matt Kowalski, final mission. Yes. And uh they they may make a little mention of it.
3: Kowalski you don't care about things like this but uh, for your information this delay is not going to be long enough for you to break Anatoly's soul if you have spacewalking record it seems like you're going to be left uh, 75 minutes shy never crossed my mind Matt it's been a privilege right back at you Houston.
0: so we find out he's there's a record that may yeah. be up for grabs <laughs> which he may or may not accomplish <laughs> he's probably wanted it all the
2: time but he's got he's got a jet pack like he's able yeah. to Essentially, freely fly around hazardate, space, whereas um, uh, Ryan Stone right, she's is tethered yeah. uh, and doing her work uh, specifically on the power. Yeah.
0: Now it was the, the establishing shot uh, looked great, but Mission Control cuts through and then instructs them there they need to abort their mission.
3: Explorer, this is Houston. Go ahead, Houston. Mission abort. Repeat. Mission abort. Initiate emergency disconnect from Hubble. Begin re-entry procedure. ISS initiate emergency evacuation.
1: Copy all Houston end and work. Matt, immediate return to Explore.
3: Repeat, immediate return to Explore. Copy, Explore, prep airlock. Airlock engaged,
2: ready to receive. Houston
3: elaborate. Debris from the missile strike has caused a chain reaction, hitting other satellites and creating new debris. Traveling faster than a high-speed bullet up towards your altitude. Now copy. Copy all. Put a bow on it dr stone
1: i can't the board is still initializing
3: i'm not going to ask you again one second not one second now shut it down that's an order
1: okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm done i'm done Kowalski, initiate emergency disconnect from the hubble
3: all right sharif let's do this Roger, houston update well we have a full-on chain reaction it's been confirmed that it's the unintentional side effect of the Russians striking one of their own satellites. They shot down their own satellite. Right at disposal. Most likely a spy sat gone bad. Now it's shrapnel. Explorer, ready to disengage HST?
1: Launch releasing in three, two, one.
3: To explorer, new data yeah. coming through. What's the blowback, Houston? It's not good. Most of our systems are gone. Debris chain reaction is out of control
1: and rapidly expanding.
2: So that really jolts you into uh, it does. attention, doesn't it? It's weird, though. I would say you don't hear the urgency in their voices, which you could argue is about their training and yeah. just deliver the message, receive the message, etc. But even that last one there with Ed Harris, it's, I don't know, it just didn't feel urgent enough for me. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like this is yeah. disaster that they've they've witnessed, at, yeah. you know, coming at them. It's coming it's at them. It's basically cutting off cutting off. Hundreds of satellites—it's yeah. breaking down, you know, the space, and yep. there's this debris field is dangerous.
0: Yeah. I like how when um, Ryan Stone was saying, oh, "I'm, I'm still—it's still initializing." Was she worried that if you eject the USB,
2: without, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah, was that the problem? problem? <laughs> well, this—you know, she's a she's a scientist. She's a scientist she, she doesn't want strong. to leave yeah, yeah. the space telescope yeah. inoperable until yeah. someone else comes back to it.
0: But right? then she soon learned the urgency of the whole situation yeah. there. Well, soon after that, they lose contact with mission control. Yeah. And uh, Stone and Kowalski, they are still trying to transmit in the blind, mm. is what they're saying, yeah. hoping that they can still be heard. Now, a couple of talking points here at the start, mate. Did you notice the opening scene, the establishing shot, you know, the view of Earth, mm. detaching from the shuttle, all of that, one shot, 12 and a half minutes long. Really? 12 and a half minute opening shot. In and out. In and out, around and up and down,
2: upside down. Without cutting. That's remarkable. Yeah. Especially given I don't know yeah, how they the, do it. The it's its visual effects of of how it goes. Yeah. It's a it's a green screen soundstage, yeah. some sort of thing. That's wild. Yeah. Did you like it too? Uh I was talking
0: about sound already a bit, but did you like it when the sound was getting as it was
2: approaching, there was getting
0: really loud and loud and loud, and then suddenly it just went boom, to silence. Yeah, it could, it,
2: And they yeah. established that early in the in the written yeah. uh credit or whatever you There's it, no sound. There's, and, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no – there's nothing to transmit sound essentially yeah. in space. Now, if you've watched
0: this as many times as I have, okay, mm-hmm. and I have – I did – even though I watched it the movies, I have watched it because it's a short movie. It's like 90, 85 minutes yeah. you can watch the whole thing. The sound – that they relayed, you'll notice in the early bits when she's working on the tools. Did you hear sort of these little like light thumping sounds of it? it's sort of how sound is transferred yeah. In, yeah. in a vacuum? Yes, and that, that that attention to detail is is there. You can hear that right. on the audio before those other sounds that you don't that others films haven't accounted for. They've gone really, they've really gone into the detail there. Yeah. righty, strike number one. The high speed debris strikes the shuttle and sending it spinning wildly and it is
2: yeah this is pretty alarming honestly as a scene yeah. the way again because this is all effects yeah it, it's it's absolutely incredible Yeah, this just yeah. mate this alone yeah. would have won them the Oscar yeah I think so like you too got, you get yeah. to this point of the movie and you don't go this but is the best visual effects we've ever seen
0: Ryan Stone's at the end of the boomer that's right and she goes into a spin oh. Oh. We you.
3: I'm look we need to get the hell out of here No, don't wait for us. Man down! Man down! explorer has been hit. Explore's been hit. Astronaut is off-structure. Dr. Stone, Uh, uh, is off-structure. Dr. Stone, uh, uh, detach. must detach. uh, don't detach that arm for the carry
0: you too far. Listen to my voice. In that audio, did you notice a couple of things? Mm. First, you in that audio, you you when you're watching the film, it does memory says man down. So that's when the yes. first astronaut was killed. But you see, you see, you just, see just him get in the struck shuttle in the bay. background. Yep. And then you're hearing the pilot of the shuttle, remember the woman talking, mm. and then she stops talking as well. You hear her get killed too. So she right, stops talking mid sentence right. when she gets hit. So hearing that back, when you're watching it, you're sort of trying to take it all in. But
2: just hearing the audio, uh, that's what's come out to me. And see, this is kind of a really critical thing about the next stage of the movie, but I talked about how calm the radio transmission is. Mm. And this is where I think that earlier part is intentionally calm to make Mm. you feel this sense of calm in the conversation because then there's this very clear disparity between Stone's communication and Kowalski's because – you know, she's freaking out, yeah, and he is—he is—he is, he is, yeah. he is well, very. That's, that's his training, steady it, anyway. and trained and experienced, and to the point where he talks to her yep. about that's the reason she's got to calm down because of oxygen, all that kind of stuff. So, I, I think it's intentional the way they speak earlier in the movie to give you the sense of a calm voice, yeah. versus the escalation in, in absolutely stone.
0: Now, just just to just sort of the, the the that whole debris, that whole cascading debris, is mm. actually a, re, a reality. It, it happens. Right. The scenario is called the Kessler syndrome, which was named after the NASA scientist of the same name, Donald J. Kessler, who said who he his theory in 1978. He said that a cascading Kessler syndrome involving an object of the size of the International Space Station could trigger. As has happened in the film, a catastrophic chain reaction of debris.
2: Because yeah. I mean, there's no control. Yeah. Once a piece of debris, and, yeah. and I think you've watched you watch enough space movies, you get the sense. And there's a lot of it um, assumed in this movie that mm. you just pick it up, like the fact that you know pushing off something gives you a, a, that a, that a momentum, yeah, yeah, uh, and things like that. Yep. And that's why they talk about the the speed of this stuff because it, it's an explosion. Yeah. The, the speed of objects those debris that are actually traveling at coming speed. at that speed and, and will
0: continue to. the That orbiting – during the movie we'll find out that every 90 minutes is when mm. the debris was going to come through. Yeah, that orbiting de- debris field in reality could make it impossible to launch space missions or satellites for decades mm. if it's at that sort it of needs scale. To, it needs to, so to clear out, clear out or, or eventually drop out of drop orbit and burn it. up. So, yeah. yeah. Back to the story the robot arm breaks off from the STS stone is yep. forced to release the tether from to the robot arm and she's thrown so she's now floating. from the SPS mm. and you know what freaking she's out she's
2: panicking a little bit and and but that's this is the bit that I think is conveyed very well yeah. you know her panic you feel it yeah. as a viewer you're thinking oh man she's tumbling is- too you don't hear her point she's going up. Because also we've seen, we've witnessed in the cinematography, we've seen the shuttle get hit. Yeah. And so in your mind, you're thinking the shuttle's gone, right? And that's the the assumption, right, at this point in the movie. So they are stranded in space at this point. An old mate's got a jetpack and she is Mm. floating. And Kowalski
0: in the meantime is sort of saying where what's your position? And and he's trying to calm her down as well. Mm. Now Here's another little thing. Did you notice this? Do you remember when the camera came in, sort of was had a real close-up of, of, uh, of Stone from outside a helmet? Mm. And did you notice the camera come inside her helmet? Did no, you notice this? That. Mate, it's a remarkable shot where it comes in. It's like the cameras sort of come through the helmet seeing her face up close and then eventually turns around and becomes a first person shot right so instead so of being it's a, looking a at her and then it takes it. over her shot Wow. it's one continual shot that's a <laughs> remarkable shot if you've uh, if you see it again or you haven't seen it keep an eye out for that Have a look it's for a that. remarkable mm. little bit of filmmaking uh, now Kowalski who's still wearing his thruster pack eventually catches up to Stone and attaches her tether to him mm. so they can head back to the shuttle.
3: Gotcha. All right. Now, I'm going to tether you to me. I know you never realized how devastatingly good looking I am, <laughs> but I need you to stop staring and help me with the tether.
1: Okay?
0: So that, they're going to they head back to the wreckage, yep. and they find the engineer, Sharif, his helmet's so uh, there's just Which a hole is, in his head. To, it's a... Yeah. It's
2: a fair thing to show. Well, an object's
0: obviously just gone through his Straight helmet, through. through his head. See you later. Uh, and they show it They they, focus, they yeah, look at it it's and, like, mate, and her helmet Remember her helmet light Really brightens it up For us to get a really good look at it
2: I mean yeah. I knew he was dead I Didn't yeah. really need you to see the whole. You could see hole. I think Australia Through
0: his head yeah. Anyway uh, <laughs> They find that the Explorer Which is the shuttle Has been damaged The shuttle's interior Has also been ripped open And the remainder of the crew You see the crew yeah, floating so see the, the other so, um, crew floating there Kowalski makes this announcement
3: Here's hoping you have a hell of an insurance policy, in Houston. The damages to explore are catastrophic.
0: So that's uh, they're not going to be using that anytime soon. No.
2: So they decide to. But make I, I a love plan. the fact that, and this again, this just really hammers home Kowalski's experience yeah. and training. Because you think to yourself, "Well, what are they doing now?" But then he almost immediately mm. has a plan. And here's the great thing about this movie: you don't question. I can't, I'm, I'll get through the movie as we run through it, but I can't think of anything I questioned as going as if yeah. kind of thing. Because yeah. you you think this is you know this that's is a logically of a good movie. Yeah, it's, it's, it's logically it's, it makes yeah. sense
0: that that yeah. would be the case. I'll
2: point out a few things yeah, later. Course, but, yeah. but no, in the
0: run of the film, you think, oh yeah, that's plausible. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, yeah. that plausibility. Yeah, is the key word totally. to this movie. Totally. And uh, well, Kowalski decides that they're going to they've got a plan to head to the ISS.
3: All right. We have to make our way to the space station. Over there, it's a bit of a hike. We need to use their escape pod, the Soyuz, to get back to Earth. Agreed. Doctor Stone. Agreed.
1: Agreed.
2: All right. after you. Like how Stone's luck, like, first first mission into space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But here's here's what's so great about that is he's he's not he's not being controlling. He's now. Brought himself to her level to go. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Are you with me on this? He's he's trying to bring Song her along of the journey, isn't it? Yeah. but also she's a leader. Yeah. You know, this is her first thing. She's just experienced a catastrophic disaster, yeah. <laughs> but she's also just heard that there's a way home. Yeah, because like well, that's the plan. Yeah. Again, at this point, I'm thinking I've watched this movie. Do they just float in space forever? Like what happens? <laughs> like I didn't. I just yeah. didn't remember that they get back to Earth, and it's that it's that concept of. There's a way back, which is yeah. just so so cool well, and plausible. He's
0: got his thruster pack right, so he yeah. uses that to give get him the momentum to reach the international space station, which at the in in orbit was 100 kilometers away.
2: But at this point, she's talking about her her oxygen levels being at like nine percent and then eight yeah. percent. I've got to tell you, Kowalski, champ. Yeah. didn't really pay any credence well, no, to that. He, which, he said, no, he did say to her, he said, look, you know, d- sip, don't gulp. I get I think, it. With but the oxygen. He, he didn't really bring a sense of urgency to <laughs> yeah. the to the trip to the ISS. Maybe, it's like, mate, can we give it one extra bit of thrust? Yeah. Um, but you learn why when they get close to the ISS because, obviously, it's a velocity thing. It's a, Yeah. You don't want to be going too fast. But I think what
0: adds the, the, the whole – at what adds to the tension, sort of the ticking clock, if you like, is yeah. he reminds her, he says, look, we've got 90 minutes before the debris field comes back. So they set their watches. And they set yeah. their watches you think, oh, God, you know, that, that that's another factor that you're thinking, wow, what's going to happen, mm, mm. that unpredictability. As they get close to the ISS, as you said, Stone's oxygen reserves are running pretty low. But I like this when – the this is a pretty tense moment, mm. but Kowalski, it's like remembering Hunt for Red October when they're, they're – um, Jack Ryan's in in the Red October and they're facing the enemy Russians. And then Sean Connery goes, What books did you write again? And he just sort of just totally off, yeah. totally changed topic. I think this is but what it this goes, feels it, like.
2: But it also goes to the fact that Kowalski is a storyteller. Yeah. And because yes. you learnt this earlier, he, he loves telling He's, a story. The story Houston about the New knows Orleans. that. Yeah. And so this is him this is his way of passing time uh, is having yeah. a conversation.
3: Somebody down there looking up, thinking about you. why I had a daughter she was four she was at school playing tag slipped hit her head and that was it
1: stupidest thing
3: I was driving when I got the call, so ever since then, that's what I do. I wake up, I go to work, and I just
1: drive.
2: Yeah. Yeah. that's really He says of, to her yeah. at some point, you know, that is the most devastating thing that can happen to you. Mm. Like losing a child. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. And now here she yeah. is in space. Yeah. And it kind of creates this... Juxtaposition of emotion where you're like, yeah. This is the most amazing thing she could ever achieve in her life. Yeah. But it actually means nothing to her because she doesn't yeah. have anyone to yeah. enjoy it there's for. There's no her. one it's, really to, well, uh, you don't know whether she's married or anything, whether there's anyone at home. It's kind of assumed she's not, I guess. Yeah.
0: Um, they get to the ISS and it is they find it, it's already damaged.
2: You can see straight yeah. away from a distance yeah. that one de- of them's already deployed. Yes, there's obviously two emergency capsules. Yeah, luckily two. Yeah, yeah. one's deployed and gone. Yeah, the people that were on it, and the other one is there, but the parachute's already been deployed. Yeah, so they won't be able to use that when they get, use it to. It's into, a pretty important uh, yeah. part of the reentry
0: process. It certainly is. Um, the plan is, though, uh, once they arrive, they realize that, you know what, we can't probably get to Earth with this one. Plan is to take the Soyuz to travel to the Tiangong, which is the nearby Chinese space station. So it's like a neighborhood of space stations. Yeah, here, right. And they decide to get aboard the, that module that can then take them to Earth. So as they approach though the ISS, this was a tense part here. Um, as they zoom by, the tether holding them together breaks. Uh, but at the last moment, uh, Stone's leg gets tangled in the lines the of parachute the parachute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're thinking, okay.
2: And it looks tight on a foot, but you know, yeah. as you realise, it 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 can very yeah. quickly let go. But Stone has grabbed
0: Kowalski's tether, but Kowalski makes the realisation that his momentum may carry both of them away.
3: You just hold on, and I'm going to start pulling you in. Yes, hey, Doc. Just hold on, hang on. I am going to pull you in. Ryan, I'm gonna listen. pull you in. You have to let me go. No. The ropes are too loose. I'm pulling you no. with me. No. You have to let me go or we both no, die. No, let go. We're fine. No. Ryan, let go. No. you are
1: not going anywhere. you are not going anywhere.
3: It's not up to you. No, 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 no. Please, 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 don't. Do that. Please, 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 no. please, don't. Please don't. do that. You're gonna make it, Ryan. Right? No.
2: He does it himself. He makes the call himself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that, that again, another sign of experience. Like, then there's been plenty. I'm just trying to think of the name of the movie. There was like a like a where they're climbing a mountain, and one of them falls down, and the rope is potentially going to pull the other guy down, and he cuts the rope and oh, sacrifices wow. himself for the other guy to survive. Um, similar thing where he's he's run out of juice too. By the way, the jetpacks he's run out of mm. um, air for that and juice for that, and so off off he goes. But all the while. He's uh, giving her instructions. He's floating still in away, still telling her how to get to the space station. I have many questions station. about how the
2: communication works and how it would be <laughs> possible, but we'll leave that aside. And you know, but he's he, he's floating off to his death, basically, right? Yeah. He's he's floating off to to nothing, and hoping he breaks the record. Yeah, <laughs> um, but but he he doesn't just you know switch off. He he keeps communicating with course, her about what yeah. she's got to do. Yeah. How she's got to do yeah, it. He's a pro. Like he's a pro. He, to he's the a end. leader. Yeah.
0: Mm. Now Stone eventually gets inside the ISS and then strips out of her spacesuit. Yep. Now here is one of your questions we'll answer. Okay. Right. Yeah. How do they do this? Oh yeah. That was uh, when she entered this into the airlock and she took off her spacesuit. She was filmed. She sat on a rig with a bicycle seat and had her right leg strapped into a brace inside a specially made chamber, right? She then mimed the movements that were then choreographed and a camera rig was then rotated slowly to create the illusion of her rotation right. within the ISS. Wow. And lights were also played because lighting is very critical for those scenes. They were placed in strategic spots to capture um, like things like the sun shining in the windows mm-hmm. and... Um, in post-production, remember her right leg was strapped, the brace uh, in post-production was erased completely wow. and then recreated with CGI. So it looks like there's nothing holding it. That is unbelievable. Yeah. And so you imagine most of the movie they had to do this in certain parts of the film. Man. But just when you think, I did like, I don't know whether this was meant to be like an image, the imagery. Remember when she got out of her suit and she still had, there was like a cord. That was sort of. It's. She looked like a, a like an embryo. She sort of looked like she was sort of just floating, floating. there. She looked like a baby. You know what I mean? Really? In a womb. Did you notice? That? Yeah, because she
2: she kind of just sat for a bit, didn't yeah, she? Yeah.
0: She sort of she sort she, of curled up like a baby, and the, the and the cord. I don't think for, for the air suit from a hmm. spacesuit looked like an umbilical. cord. I didn't cord. notice
2: the umbilical cord, but I certainly yeah. noticed that there was this. She looked like moment a baby a, a in, a, in a, a womb. Where yeah, she yeah. went right. I, I've yeah. just got a.
0: I don't know. That was the intention. <laughs> That's how I think it. She looks like a baby in a womb. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Un- Unborn baby. Yeah. Anyway, the calm is soon uh, <laughs> ki- killed off with the fire alarms that start blaring. And she, did you like this when she tries to use the fire extinguisher and, just, smashes and, goes, about it. and just push her away, she cracked her head?
2: But that, in essence, is really a little bit of exposition, right? Absolutely. Because it's a way of teaching you What's going to happen later. No, no, but even, forget yeah. later, it's yeah. just a way of teaching you about the effect of force. Yes, in space. In space. Correct. And Zero gravity. I think, it's, gravity. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a really simple thing yeah. that, that they do there. Well she done. cracks her head and it stuns
0: her a bit too, mm. uh, but then she heads to the module. Uh, she's thinking, "I'm out of here. This is a fire's out of control." So she heads to the module and separates from the space station. But the, the remember the big shoot? Yep, the shoot's holding her back. I mean, that's what I like about this movie. Whenever she tries to do something, there's a little obstacle in a way. She's got to go clear yeah, yeah. that obstacle, and get it out of there. That keeps happening to her. She eventually – she puts on a Soviet spacesuit. Remember, yep. her suit was in the other part yes. of the section, so she got a, a Soviet spacesuit. And uh, just she happily goes
2: out for another spacewalk yeah. to detach
0: some ropes. Let's untangle this. And yeah. as as timing would have it, strike two, the debris field, yeah. is completed another orbit. Comes a bit early, and by the totally way. totally <laughs> obliterates the International yes. Space Station. Like, Completely destroys smashes it. it. Yeah. Now, she's back inside the Soyuz, and what does she discover? No fuel, no fuel. Mm. She thinks okay Well this is the end I'm done Yeah But Kowalski suddenly appears
3: Check your watch 13 hours and 11 minutes Call Anatoly and tell him He's been bumped <laughs> It's a little gloomy in there Isn't it? How did you? Trust me it's a hell of a story What happened? I found a little extra A little extra battery power it helps I didn't have you around to distract me. I have to say, I'm glad to see you. I didn't think you were gonna make it. Did you find the vodka? <laughs> you never told me where. Oh well. Where it was just drove you. Huh? No. All right. Get out of here. Uh, the Chinese station's about 100 miles. Just a little Sunday drive. We can't. Sure, we can. There's no fuel. I tried everything. Well, there's always something we can do. I tried everything. Did you try the soft landing jets? They're for landing, so. Well, landing is launching. It's the same thing. Didn't you learn about that in training?
1: I never got to land the simulator, I told you.
3: But you know about it.
1: And I crashed it Listen, every time. Do you want to go back, this, uh... or do
3: you want to stay here? Now
0: let me ask you the question. Right? Mate. Yes. Were you thinking, is this real? Is he really back?
2: Did you think that he was act that was him or were you suspicious here? Oh, it was a wave of emotions. Right. So initially it's like, oh my God, he got there. Like he, he <laughs> Because his he, momentum got him to the window. But right? when he when he comes but, back But then though, he opens the window and yeah, that he he would opens, have killed
0: her. That would have killed her, that's right. But
2: then he gets in and I'm like <laughs> okay, that's a plot hole. Um, yeah. So, but then, then it's the cinematography here. It, it yeah. pans away from him yes. onto her, and then you realise, oh no, it comes back. Yeah. No, it's a dream.
3: Your kid died. doesn't get any rougher than that. Yeah. But still, it's a matter of what you do now. If you decide to go, then you got to just get on with it. Sit back, enjoy the ride. You gotta plant both your feet on the ground and start living life. How did you get here? I'm telling you, it's a hell of a story. <laughs> hey, Ryan. What? It's time to go home.
0: Now, could I just say? Yeah. That scene hmm. was George Clooney's idea. That whole hallucination, whole hallucination of seeing Kowalski was George. Because he realised he wasn't in the movie enough. Because, <laughs> like, George, yeah, <laughs> and that's number one. But he he said, um, the director sort of suggested, he goes, that wasn't, not a very happy, not a very good ending for that character. Mm. And so they they had a few revisions um, including removing the dialogue, just and just seeing him, but then mm-hmm. he said, "Why don't I have a shot at this?" So he wrote that scene himself. Wow! He goes, "How about we get her to make it a hallucination?"
2: And they we to talk. I her. liked it, mate. I thought yeah. it was brilliant. It was excellent because a, and also telling her time to go home. You know, mate. It yeah. made you. It made you question. So, like, I'm thinking plot hole, man. She would have been sucked out of the thing when he opened the door, but then it made yeah. me go, okay, but yeah. this is good. And then it made you realise it was her. Channeling his leadership and knowledge to find the answer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, it was really well done.
0: She's back in full so, – so, so I think that was like a hallucination dream. Yes. She's back to full consciousness now. Kowalski's gone. It was a dream. Um, but she mentions this.
1: Hey, Matt. Since I had to listen to endless hours of your storytelling <laughs> this week, I need for you to do me a favour. You are going to see a little girl with brown hair mm. – very messy, lots of knots. She doesn't like to brush it. That's okay. Her name is Sarah. Can you please tell her that Mama found her red shoe? She was so worried about that shoe, Matt. But it was just right under the bed. Give her a big hug and big kiss for me and tell her that Mama misses her. Tell her that she is my angel. She makes me so proud. So, so proud. And you tell her that I'm not quitting. You tell her that I love her, Matt.
0: Were you cutting onions around this
2: time, mate? No, or? not it wasn't that emotional was, for me, and yeah, I'm pretty strong. Yeah, I can cry really well in a movie. <laughs> it was just really, it was a really nice moment of closure for the for the relationship between those two. Yeah, yeah. and and it showed her emotion to a daughter because the earlier part where she talked about her daughter was obviously sad, but she just kind of said, "Well, so I just drive around. That's what I do." Yeah, okay, I get yeah. that, but. This was her yeah. showing, exhibiting all of her emotion. Yeah. It was good. It was and it was really also
0: nice. sort of showed that, okay, I've got my second wind here. We're going to get yes, home. The, and thing. this yeah. is why
2: I'm doing it now. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, she does, she takes Matt's advice or his hallucination yep. advice and uses the thrusters to get to the Tiangong. Um, but when she gets there, she, she finds out well that there, there was no fuel to slow her down or yeah. dock, so she just ejects herself from the Soyuz. uh, And she was in a suit and sort of a bit of a decompression. In the same way that
2: she would have been if old mate actually opened the door.
0: (laughs) And uh, so what does she do, though? She uses the fire extinguisher. At the last minute before she ejects, she grabs the fire extinguisher. And she thought,
2: yeah, this will make a little
0: makeshift thruster to pull herself towards the
2: Tiangong. But as is brilliant and common with this movie, it doesn't just work. It's still difficult for her. And, again, this is what's brilliant because, and, again, I'm sure you'll unpack the the problems with it, but – it feels plausible that it oh, would yeah. be hard to grab on. It would be hard to yes. do this, and that that buddy fire extinguisher would run out, and it would have a little puff left that would make it very, very difficult yep. for her. Which was it was well done.
0: Well, when she and she gets inside the space station, makes her way to the capsule, the Shenzhou capsule, the orbit though. Has we find that it had it had been previously hit by the debris field, yes. and its orbit had deteriorated. So it's about to. She kind of noticed that yeah. as she
2: was coming up with the Soyuz too. She said, "Like your 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 angle is declining. Yeah. That's why she kind of just immediately went for the for the jump out yeah. of the Soyuz. So it's it's in the upper edge of the atmosphere now. And problem is though, when she's in
0: there, she, she can't separate the capsule from the hmm. space station. You think, Jesus, this is this is going to be a fiery
2: ride back to Earth. Yeah. Uh, so re-entry, she's uh, in the, in, inside again, the capsule. Do you reckon there's a lot here that's assumed about our knowledge? So uh, I think most of us mm. of our age, but I wonder whether a younger generation doesn't fully understand the, the burning up on re-entry oh, yeah, and stuff I think like so. that because yeah, I, think so. I think we know that from disasters yeah. that have happened but also yes, just yeah. from from things we've watched and learned. Yep. So you kind of, Heat shields and even stuff without it about. being said, yeah, I think there's a part of this that you assume. It's assumed you know.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, but luckily for her, the capsule comes loose from the station and she uh, fires the device that separates the capsule from the rest of the craft. And uh, as the capsule's heading to Earth, it luckily tilts the right way. You know, the heat shield's on the bottom, so yeah. it's obviously bottom-heavy. I feel heavy. like it's aerodynamically it's, it's bottom, made It's bottom-heavy, yeah. so it faces that way. And it descends through the atmosphere and then the radio crackles and comes to life and we hear mission control.
3: in the blind.
0: As well as some other radio stations.
2: She doesn't say anything. It's no. just. Uh, so. The, and this goes to the international space community nature of things. Yeah. You know, Houston has detected this thing reentering. They know where she is. Yeah, they know yeah. where it is. She, they don't know who it is because she doesn't yes, say anything. Of course, of course. But they say we'll deploy a yeah. rescue mission because. That's the yeah. they would never let even a Chinese, uh, you know, capsule yeah. just float and sink. But you're thinking here, okay, she's safe now, but the it hits the chute, of the course, pool. she lands yeah, in the
0: other thing. Cake like the, the cabin fills up with smoke, she blows the capsule,
2: capsule tips fills with water. Yeah, you're thinking,
0: okay, just got out of space, yeah. now you're gonna drown.
2: And uh, you just it's funny, the, do it you, you spend the time bottom? at these moments thinking what you would and should do? Because at that point, I'm like, okay, just chill. Because once it, gets, once it gets underwater, yeah. you can just swim but out. But how far is it going to go underwater, though? That's the yeah, thing. But once it gets out, the, the door's open.
0: You can just swim yeah, out of the door. Yeah, maybe, you don't maybe. Have to, It doesn't have to well, sink. I think because the force of the water coming in, she couldn't get out until that's the was thing filled That's why up all in I'm water. thinking yeah. is just stop, stop. Yeah. Let it fill up. Well, I do know. And, and after I'm, that, the pressure's yeah, gone. I do know. I am I remember talking to a helicopter pilot. Mm. Uh, I remember one big story I wrote at the telly as a cadet was when the police helicopter crashed at Balmoral. mm and the, one of the pilots happened to be the brother of a bloke I went to school with. So he right. gave me a great scoop on what happened inside. Yeah. Their training is – as soon as they hit the water, their training is they can't move for 30 seconds. They've got to let everything stop. Yes, because you the, don't the, want to get out. Yeah. So that was that, that I think would be like this where yes. they've stopped – she stopped and think, okay, I've got to wait for this to fill up and then I'll swim out, yes. which is what she does. And that swim to the surface, thinking, come on, Mate, that,
2: that gasp I breath. was in the pool last – on the weekend with the kids, you know, <laughs> doing the underwater – you swim underwater the other end. And I'm thinking – and I'm, I'm watching this going, her breath must be just yeah, out of it. Yeah, yeah. Her lungs wow. are screaming. And yeah. uh, she, does, uh, she
0: does get out. She gets – I think she takes off her – no, no. She takes off her spacesuit before she goes to the surface station. Well, she, she, she she's yeah. in it. Uh, the spacesuit space strips is it off as her. she's going. Her. She yeah. can't Cause get up because it's going to drag her down because it's yes. so
2: heavy and stuff. So she actually gets out of it underwater, and that's yes. Out. She's and that's, able to then swim then she's to the, able the top. To get to the top, yeah.
0: and then she swims to shore. She that that gasp of breath of hers this, was amazing. Uh,
2: this is a great yeah scene to demonstrate her abilities. Because yeah, you know the, she's the fact that you, you slump to your face on the sand. because yeah. it's funny when you watch these things. You think if someone asked me if we were filming a video and someone yeah, said just yeah. slump with your face at the sand, be like, well, maybe I'll just slump to, um, an inch from the sand. Yeah, but no, no, she's fully is, committed. This yeah. is it. You're in it. You're oh, yeah. you're she's in got the character. Sand on her face. You know what I mean? Like, of course, it, it's immersive.
0: Oh, I do like it how she doesn't just lay there. No, she gets to her feet. It's like it's like a boxer thinking, okay, I've got to beat the beat the count. Yeah, she gets up and on shaky legs though, but she made it, mate. Yeah. She did it. She did it. She, she did it. it. And
2: the, the amazing thing is, that's it. Yeah, end of movie because and a, the mo- the name of the movie is at the end. Gravity yeah. is at the very that's the, what you see after she gets up. The there's other movies which we've done where things happen and then they they show them afterwards yeah, in whatever yeah, happened to yeah. them yeah. or you know, yep. but there's no need no. for a follow up here because nope. it's and I think part of that here's my theory on that. She doesn't have anyone. Yeah. So all you're going to show is that she goes back to work and she but does would, whatever. But
0: but it would have ruined the symmetry of the movie, you know what I mean? Like having – she was alone for most of the movie just yes. to her and and No, I, I, I think why, it's the best Why ending.
2: crowd it with, with other all that other stuff? Why have to pay other actors when <laughs> you can just get it done? <laughs> Maybe. No, no, it was very – yeah. it ended well. I, I don't have a problem with the end. Let's get into a couple of lines here <laughs> starting this with one. this one. Half of North America just lost their Facebook.
0: Now that's interesting right well, because was this, this was 2013. Yep. Um and interestingly, uh, a lot of the communication satellites that were destroyed and he says okay half of America just lost their Facebook. Um the internet doesn't use satellites all, all the time. No, it, it, uh, it, it would, uses it high would, speed landlines and microwave relay towers so we can so he's either made a, a joke uh, or um the he 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 either didn't know or but either way, the Facebook I think, statement. I think a large part of rot. America does use satellite. Would still use, but they will still like, be
2: had Facebook. Yeah. There. It would have been better to say a large part of America just lost its cable TV or something. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah, they, they're very big on satellite TV. Yeah.
0: And I think at the time, what is it, Facebook was uh, nine years old. So yeah. it was still relatively new. Yeah. Here's another one. Uh, a really emotional line here too.
3: Ryan, you're going to have to learn to let go. <laughs> but I, I want to hear you say you're going to make it. <sighs> Come on, Ryan, say it. I'm gonna make it. All right,
0: keep
1: going. Your name is Ryan, for a girl. <laughs> <laughs> dad wanted a boy.
0: Did you wonder that? Why she was now,
2: Oh, that's what she says it in the movie. Like, at the start, you're thinking Ryan. Why
1: Ryan? Yeah, and then
2: uh, she says know, oh, no, I had my dad. Wants I a boy. assumed it was a last name, like you know yeah. Jack Ryan. I assumed it was yeah. you know Sandra no. Ryan. Ryan, like, no, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Ryan, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Okay, how did that happen? Some uh, look. I think some forgivable plot holes here, right? The first one. Do you remember when uh, Kowalski says, "Look, let go of the rope. I'm going to. I'm going to drift away." Mm. Apparently, that could never happen because they're both in the same orbit around Earth. A short, a little tug would have brought him back to her.
2: Well, that's and that yeah. yeah, I I, there's those little questions that I had because any momentum is consistent momentum in space.
0: That's right. Well, that's the other part of this. When she disconnects from Kowalski um, and she rebounded back to the ISS, that wouldn't have happened. Well, you know, Another reason, force would have pulled her back in so its So the direction.
2: reason I accepted yeah. that that did happen was yeah. because she was being pulled, her yeah. leg was being pulled by the ropes of the parachute and assume even uh, the most minute level of elasticity in the rope yeah. would be would have held once, her. once she loses the other force. Well, that's the other part of this. Her. When
0: it, She would have stopped when the ropes reached the end of their slack. Mm. And that way, Kowalski would have also stopped as well. Anyway, uh, when they reach the shuttle, do you remember when they go back and assess mm. and it's destroyed? They see the dead astronauts and everything. Uh, he could have looked for extra air canisters. I did think that as yeah. 100%. Grab, I'm grab like, the supply. Can we get some air for yeah. her? She's she gets on, food, just she's gets on air. 8%. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: right. Hold, mate, with a hole in his head. Yeah. Is there a way we can take take his his oxygen?
0: Exactly, yeah. Because he doesn't need it anymore. They could have harvested his He's got natural oxygen. Absolutely.
2: Just flowing through his head.
0: (laughs) Righto. The Space Shuttle Explorer Mm. being in the same orbit as the Hubble Space Telescope, right, while it's being repaired, Yes. both the ISS and, you assume, the Chinese Space Station are in orbit at the same, roughly the same altitude, which is... Uh, about I think about 100, and, 100 no about two three hundred kilometers above the surface of the Earth, but they're they're definitely not ever in the same orbit. So for them to say, oh, there's the ISS over there, yeah, oh, there's yeah. the Chinese space station there, they're very rarely that close together. They'd normally be on the other sides of the Earth, so it wouldn't be so close, right? Just for safety's sake, they've got to be separated.
2: Makes sense. So yeah. Given this movie, it makes sense. The the and the orbits circle
0: the center of the Earth's mass, so they and they can't parallel each other, so they can't be in the same orbit because they've got to be over the central. They're all sort of on the same line, so they've got to be separated, so they can't be so that close to each other. Mm. Things you might not know. know a lot. Now, for most of Sandra Bullock's shots, she was for the weightlessness. She was placed inside a giant rig. A mechanical rig mm. And the rig Getting her in the rig Took ages And so rather than Her going in And having a break for lunch And coming back out She stayed in the rig For ten hours a day And she wow. just had a little headset Where she can talk to them On the ground <laughs> as well So rather than having to get up and down She thought No, I'm going to stay up here Wow Now the other, the other thing she said He uh, The The they uh, – which were – she had to memorise long combinations of movements in mm. the rig. Yeah, and, and right. It became, because it became because a little bit like – it was
2: choreographed, right? Yeah. So what you're telling me is essentially this is all a big green screen. Yes. And the actual, you know, ISS that she's in is not there. And so they're, they're filming. And so her choreographing, moving left, moving right, turning. That's right. But they can then build that around them. And then the camera moves around her mm. and then it fills in the background. So right. – um, what they had to do is
0: they had to – they had to like, it was almost like a dance. They mm. had to choreograph her movements. So she had to remember long combinations of precise movements. She had to hit certain marks, marks yeah. at the time, and um, she had to coordinate her own movements with the wire rig attached to her mm. and the camera. Right. So it was this multifaceted shot going on. Uh, the Remember that early shot, the 12-and-a-half-minute scene? Yep and what they did here because in space right with no gravity mm. there's no up or down it's just there right mm. up or down means nothing yeah and so uh, coron the director took that into account he it, it made a decision to place some parts of the shots to keep the to keep so that you're not looking at the same thing he decided to flip it at the same time so right. much much of that shot he kept it upside down Right, because there's no upside down no, in space. It doesn't matter. So rather than you just having the same angle, he decided let's flip it around and make that part of the camera yes, move. Yes, of bit, course. And to to give it, make it, keep it entertaining. They, they, nice. They'd rather have a look at the same thing all the time. Uh, so the they did a little of shooting. Now, how how did they shoot the astronauts and their suits? They didn't shoot them with glass. So they shot their faces. And put the glass in later. Oh, really? Yeah. You look at the behind then the you'd scenes have weird reflections. There's and like stuff. little, there's like little poles sticking out around their faces. The, you can see their helmet, but it didn't have a glass on it. So they filmed it, and so we will. They can light the actors' faces, and then put in the glass afterwards. That's how they did. Oh, it. Man, yeah, absolutely smart. remarkable. So, but the lighting. This was the 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 biggest challenge was lighting their faces to match the environment. So what they did, they had – so they said if the light's not moving at the same at the speed that it has to move, mm. it's going to look wrong. Yeah. And he goes, the contrast and density on the faces is wrong. So what they did, they, they folded an LED screen into a box. So they had a screen and the actor was inside the box. So one side of it had LEDs on all sides so that the light's consistent – and inside the box, they filmed them, and the box moved with them like the sun would. So they they kept it. That that was the key Mate. to the spacewalk scenes, where they had a nine foot, so it was like a, a three meter cube, big enough for one actor, so they could film that their part.
2: That's amazing.
0: So much, so much to do there. Did you notice at the? It's around during that big long opening shot. There's this, there's a scene where Kowalski comes really close to the camera. Yeah. If you get your pause button out, the, you'll see a reflection of, as a joke of, a, of the crew filming them. For a split second, you see a camera and a person because he wanted to, serve, to, to look like the scene was actually filmed in space. So if you look at that bit, it's 3 minutes 50. Kowalski comes really close to the camera. Get your pause button out and you'll see a picture of a guy holding a camera in his reflection. So that they gives you the impression that it was actually filmed in space and they just, you just caught one of the crew in the, in the no. reflection. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing too, did you notice, um, there was a lot of stars in the background, right? Yeah. And the stars were twinkling. Stars in space don't twinkle. Oh, stop being a narc. Oh, well, I'm, a, I'm an astrophotographer, mate. So the twinkling seen from Earth is a result of the Earth's atmosphere. So the atmosphere of the Earth is what makes stars twinkle, not the stars twinkle. Go. Right. So, huh. if they're in a low Earth orbit, they should not twinkle. <laughs> now, the film is ninety minutes long, which is pretty cool. You, you like yeah, no, a short a good movie. length, yeah? Now, in uh, in reality, the ISS, the space station, travels uh, and orbits the Earth every ninety minutes. So the the debris right field length. also circles Earth every ninety minutes. Nice. Boom. Three questions for Trev. Hit me! Did you watch this show
2: with your daughter who no. wants to be an
0: astronaut? I wanted oh, you're too. on a plane. You yeah, whatever. but in the end, would you like... have watched it with her? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's into that age. Do you reckon yeah. this might have discouraged her from being an astronaut? She can't be an astronaut. She's gluten free. Ah, really? Mm. Damn it! Yeah. Gee, surely we can put a person on the moon, but, but not we, can't, someone we can't. We can't do celiac food. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Question two: Do you think the movie deserved all those Oscars?
2: Oh, yeah. I, I, mate, I think it should have won. I yeah, don't I think, think Sandra Bullock movie.
0: Uh, at that at 2013, Or oh, put me on the spot, why don't you? Well, so that's the I'll only thing it. I think about yeah.
2: what beat it and whether or not yeah. that was better. Yeah. Uh, look, is Sandra Bullock's performance Oscar worthy? I think so because you've got to appreciate the solo nature of it, the the physical uh, acting that occurs when it's about emotion rather than scripting. And I think, so I think those things really should mean she should have won the, the Oscar herself. The d- movie, the best picture went to 12 years a slave rubbish movie. Yeah.
0: Okay. It should have been this one. <laughs> the other nominated films were frozen, <laughs> the great Gatsby blue Jasmine. Um, and that's it. Yeah. The fact
2: is it, it absolutely deserved visual effects.
0: Oh, I did it? Well, it got won seven Oscars, including mm. best director too. That's yeah. a pretty big nod. Well done, yeah. Question three: oh, yeah. If given the opportunity, mm-hmm. would you go into space? Would you do it?
2: Y- yes, you would. Yeah. Okay. Me too. But not not blue origin. You know, just see it for a second and then come back down. Yeah. You want to go up in orbit? I, I want to go yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Into exactly. space station or do a lap, a few laps in the space shuttle. I'd just or something. be happy with a couple of laps as yeah. long as I've got a window. Exactly. Like you want to imagine, yeah, exactly. Imagine being up there and having a so, look over my... Because I'd be in the window. You don't want an aisle seat, Imagine, imagine being in the aisle seat yeah, having a yeah, look nah. next to me. No, I'd say so. they can't have an aisle seat, mate. <laughs> or they're all, all <laughs> going to be window seats. So, yeah, I, uh, and I've always said it, I just wouldn't be first. <laughs> Definitely
0: a window seat. Love yeah. that.
2: Righto, mate. That's Gravity.
0: Give us your wrap-up and rating.
2: Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Visually, it felt real. And I yeah. think that says so much about the work yeah. that they did to pull this off. Um I, I I love the fact that it was not predictable, and normally you'd say all these twists and turns are a bit come on, mate, really. Yeah. But you know this is disaster territory. You're caught up in it. Yeah, yeah, caught up in it. So it had me hooked. I think, it, yeah, I think it's a great story that doesn't follow the norms. I yeah, think it's not of, like of, a typical movie. eh? it's yeah. all happening in orbit. I don't, I, don't, I don't follow. I think it follows the norms of you know story arcs and things either. Mm-hmm. So yeah, loved it. Great movie. I, I man, I'll give it a nine. Wow, I'm,
0: yeah, a no, no, I'm a nine five. I'm a nine five. One little tidbit I didn't mention earlier. You mm. know when she landed in the water at the end? Yeah, that's the same lake where they land in Planet of the Apes. I was just going to say they it looks a little Planet of the Apes. Bit, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember the it was yeah, our second or third movie we did yeah, on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There oh, you interesting go. bit of tidbit there. Anyway, that was Gravity. I'm glad you enjoyed that, mate. Love what did you give yeah. it a nine? nine? I'm a nine five. Yeah. Um, next week we're going to do uh, 1998 film Rush Hour starring Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker directed by Brett Ratner Chris Tucker hold that thought which movie that we've already covered mm-hmm. on the show has Chris Tucker appeared in is it a the fifth element B aliens C October Sky or D
2: identity see the taxi driver in the fifth Element
0: he wasn't. The, he was in the oh. fifth element. You're the right, element. but he was. Remember when they went out on that thing, and he was the entertainer. Remember Ruby, Ruby ah. with the with the white. Weak, so I got it yeah. right. So it was yeah. He wasn't the cab driver, but anyway, that's great. You you picked the movie. That was Gravity. We hope you enjoy. Uh, hope you enjoyed that as much as we did. Uh, but please join us next next week for Rush Hour. Trevor, see you then. Bring it on.